Welcome to On Call with Dr. Anselm Anyoha. In this podcast, learn about the social, emotional, and physical health of children and their journey from birth through preschool and beyond. Find compassionate answers to issues parents and children face and that pediatricians encounter every day. Discussions in this podcast are not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions. Parents and caregivers, talk with your children's pediatricians or doctors about topics and perspectives presented here. You are on call with Dr. Anselm Anyoha. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Today, we'll be talking about how to know when a baby is sick and what you can do about it. You have this bundle of joy, which the mom has been carrying for nine months. You want to protect this baby, cherish, and guard him or her. Some parents may have encountered situations we're going to be talking about today, encountered situations like the ones we'll be talking about today. How do you know when your baby is sick and when is it time to call a doctor? Thank you, Paula. Every parent and every grandparent, they dream of a baby. After all, the mother has been carrying this baby for nine months. And when the baby is born, it's always a bottle of joy. But things happen. So the things that can make a baby sick could starve in the womb when the mother is carrying the baby. If a mother has bacteria that has gone into her blood system, this bacteria can also go through the umbilical cord and affect the baby. Also, mothers who carry infections such as hepatitis B or C, those infections can go into the baby when the baby is still in the womb. Things like HIV in mothers. So these are the things that happen during pregnancy. Is there anything a mother can do and a doctor that's working with a mother before the delivery to prevent or prepare for any of these possible problems? Let's say in this case, we're talking about some things that can happen before birth. Does that mean when the baby comes out immediately, a team jumps into action and starts <laughs> taking steps? <laughs> well, the most important is to prevent these illnesses from happening. Prenatal care is very, very important. The doctors will screen for all these potential problems before the baby is born. If there is a mismatch, in the mother and the baby's blood group, then the doctors will anticipate that the baby is going to be jaundiced shortly after birth. And then they begin to screen the baby and treat the baby if the baby gets jaundiced or turns yellow. There are things, if known beforehand, the doctors and the nurse will be well prepared to take care of this baby. I'm sure all expecting mothers at least the majority of them, will be going to see physicians to make sure everything is going okay along the way. You did mention jaundice is common in newborns. Is that something easy to treat that physicians are able to help newborns with fairly quickly? Oh, yeah, definitely. V very easy to treat. Usually when the baby's jaundiced, they will put the baby under phototherapy, which is a light above the baby. It's one of the very innovative that happen in pediatrics. That lie will help bring down the jaundice. So it's very, very easily treatable. These are some of the conditions when a newborn is born, they're treated in the hospital before they're released. In the case where a newborn is healthy, they're ready to go home, they go home with the parent. What does the parent look for for signs that the baby might not be feeling well or might be sick 
and require more treatment. I divide the clues into the obvious ones and the not too obvious ones. Things that are obvious to parents, like when a baby feels warm, when a baby is vomiting or has runny nose with cough, or when a baby is crying a lot, when the skin is turning yellow and the eyes are turning yellow. These are the obvious things that parents could notice. Everything's all well. There are things that are not so obvious that every parent should know about. They include when a baby is weak or seems to have no energy or when the baby is not eating or urinating or when a baby feels cold. These are the things that can give mothers clue or suspicion that the baby is not feeling well until alert the doctors or their nostril where the baby is born. Now remember, unlike older babies, older children, Toddlers, newborns don't tell if they're sick. Mother's intuition, parents' intuition is very, very important to figure out whether a baby is feeling well or not. Part of recognizing whether a baby is sick or not is also familiarizing yourself with your baby what a baby feels like, look like, and behaves immediately the baby is born. How do they familiarize themselves with their baby is to engage with this baby, you know, feed them, bathe them, play with them every day involving their daily activities. This is important because if there's any change in the behavior of the baby, that could be a very important signal that something is not right. How does a parent know when is it urgent to take a newborn back to a hospital? How does this all work? That's a good question. So remember, babies stay two days, sometimes three days in the hospital before they're discharged. And within those two, three days in the hospital, the parents are the closest people to the baby. They can always tell the nurses, the doctors, what they notice. But once they're discharged, they're are on their own. So they have to continue to observe this baby, continue to monitor the baby. And if they see anything unusual or if they have any suspicion, they could call the nursery where the baby is born and ask them the questions. What's going on with my baby? They explain what's going on and they will get some advice. If they can't get advice from the nursery and if they don't have a doctor yet assigned to this baby, they can always take the baby to the emergency room for the baby to be evaluated. When it comes to babies, time is very critical. And some urgent kids don't have pediatricians who are experienced enough to take care of newborn babies. Going to the emergency room will be very, very important when parents feel that the baby is sick and they can't reach the nursery or the, their pediatricians. It's critical. Parents get answers to the questions as soon as possible. Sometimes it's something that they have to reassure the parents that everything is okay. Those are ways parents can reach out to the experts to find out what's wrong with their baby. Most times, all the parents need, mothers need, that is the reassurance that the baby is okay. Maybe the baby is speeding up a little bit. The baby is fussy a little bit. Maybe the baby has a runny nose. Maybe the belly button is bleeding a little bit. 
and the mothers need some reassurance. In fact, I've had this story where a new mom calls me every other day about their baby. The doctor and her, what can I do? We talk over the phone and sometimes I, I will tell the parents to bring the baby in so I can examine the baby, reassure the parent that the baby is fine. It's usual for new parents to have frequent contact with the pediatrician or with the nursery until they feel comfortable that the baby is okay. That's very important to have that medical relationship. Yeah, it's very important. Most babies will not be discharged from the hospital until they've gotten a pediatrician to follow up with them. But usually the pediatrician don't see them until about five days of age. So the, there's a three days gap in which anything can happen. That three days gap, I think, is very critical for parents to know what to expect and to be able to act if they have any suspicion that their baby is sick. Assuming everything is okay, what is the typical checkup schedule parents can expect with a pediatrician? You have the newborn, they've been home, then what? That's a good question. So when a baby goes home from a hospital at age two days or three days, depending on the mother's health status, Parents who had cesarean section tend to stay three days in the hospital with their baby for the mother to recover. Before they go, I would normally tell them to see a pediatrician in a couple of days. When I see the baby within one week of birth, I examine them. I feel their head to make sure their head soft spot is there. Look into their eyes, make sure they're not jaundiced. Then also look at their skin for jaundice as well. Examine their hips, make sure their hips is very flexible and there's no dislocation. And look at the belly button, which is a big deal for parents. What I do is I ask about the parents' experience so far with this new baby, their bonding habits, their sleepless nights. <laughs> I inquire about those aspects of parental health because I need to find out how the parents are feeling because the social emotional connection is very, very important for the baby's well-being. And that what's going to set up this baby for long-term relationship with the parents. I make sure the baby is in good health and reassure the parents they're doing a good job. I think the most important is for parents to be proactive. The babies are very fragile. If you have any suspicion, any impression, that your baby is sick to act on it quickly. Don't wait for days or just call and look for expert help. What is the best way for parents to prevent a baby from getting sick? Can you give them some advice? Yes, I think the, the ways to get a baby, to prevent a baby from getting sick, it starts with a good prenatal care. I advise mothers to make sure they attend prenatal care visits because that way mother's illnesses that can affect the baby could be identified, addressed, and even treated in anticipation before the baby is born. So that's very critical. And of course, number two is for parents to avoid use of alcohol and prohibited drugs during pregnancy, because those are the things that can affect the baby when they are born. And of course, number three is delivering and caring for a baby in a very safe and clean environment. And number four is proper care of the umbilical cord, which you've already talked in the last episode of the podcast. 
And number five is breastfeeding. Breastfeeding is very important because breastfeeding affords some immunity. So breastfeeding, when our mothers can do it and convenient for them, I think it's very, very important. Another thing that can prevent the baby from getting sick is clean water or mixing formula. Make sure you mix your formula with clean water. And of course, parents should have a thermometer to check the baby's temperature if they suspect the baby is sick. And the best instrument you can have when you have the baby is what we call the bulb suction, which is going to be useful to suction the baby's secretions when the baby has a cold. Two more things is keeping the baby away from sick people, including their siblings, because the siblings, believe you or not, they like to kiss the babies and hover around them. So you want to make sure your babies are away from sick siblings and family members. And of course, the last but not the least is getting your baby immunized as soon as possible. So these are my tips to prevent a baby from getting sick. Thank you, Dr. Anyoha. We're very happy to learn about newborns and what to do for their care. And we look forward to your next episode. Thank you so much, Paula. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us for this episode. To answer questions you may have in a future podcast, write to Dr. Anyoha on his website at moderneropediatrics.com. Listen to On Call with Dr. Anyoha wherever you find your podcasts.